0: A 10-yard touchdown reception for Bumpus, and the kid out of Washington State has found himself a place on this team. Powered by Seahawks.com.
2: What up, 12s? This is Hawk Talk Recap Edition. The Seahawks beat the 49ers 26-23 to down in Arizona. They get it done to finish the season 12-4. 12 wins for the fifth time in franchise history. But let's talk about what happened.
0: See what happened?
2: was what had happened was on hawk talk nasa it wasn't pretty but the hawks got it done now the offense seemed to it took a while to get going i, I described the offense as my mom's like 95 escort back in the day okay we had to we had to like, warm that thing up it wouldn't turn over at times that's what it felt like the offense went through you look at the drive chart first half Punt, punt, field goal, field goal, punt. Into the half, punt, punt. They didn't get going until the fourth quarter. Something yep. about the fourth quarter and Russell Wilson and the Seahawks team, they just seemed to get it done. So it wasn't pretty. You got the W, 12 and 4. What are your thoughts?
1: Well, that's the thing, man, too. Is uh yes, of course, it didn't look great to start. But you know what Pete says? Can you win the game in the first quarter? Can you win the game in the second quarter? Can you win the game in the third quarter? No. Can you win it in the fourth? That's exactly what we saw on Sunday. Yeah, you'd like it to look better. Yeah, you were scoreboard watching as we were as the game was going on, checking on what was going on in Green Bay, checking on what was going on in New Orleans. Those guys uh, obviously didn't do us any favors, so the seeding stayed the same. Um, and like you mentioned, the fourth quarter's where things just flip the script, man. And we've seen that so many times from Russell Wilson in his career. They were down 16-6 to with 14 minutes, and they, like you mentioned, they'd done nothing. But then, of course, in true Russell Wilson fashion, engineers three straight touchdown drives, and they get that 26-23 victory.
2: Tyler Lockett, baby, let's go. Everyone's asking, where's 16, man? Why is Tyler Lockett not getting involved? And they kind of force fed him early. They had had some motives behind it. They want to make sure my man gets the receptions record. So they did that. But that got him going. And I was excited to see it because you're going to need 16 to ball out. He had two clutch touchdowns. One touchdown in the back of the end zone where he was diving, has to get under it, and then one to seal the game over the shoulder. I'm like, did the 49ers not watch film? You know this is going to happen. Fourth down in the red zone. They're going to the corner to lock it. I asked Pete Carroll. I'm like, were you surprised they got man in that situation? Because I mean, they've been doing well playing zone. But the 49ers rolled the dice. Shoddy was prepared. He thought he was going to get this look. He ran the perfect concept. Looked like a, a mesh concept. Got locked the ball. We're going to talk about that play um, a little later. But um, a lot of things happen this game, right? Um. Russell Wilson continued to to stack up his, his touch, franchise touchdowns record. Also passed Dan Marino with the most touchdown in the first nine seasons. Uh, DK surpasses Largent when it comes to his receiving yards and then Lockett doing his thing. It wasn't a pretty game, but some beautiful things happened as far as personal accolades.
1: Yeah, no question about it. And. In, in- while those personal accolades were happening, we had scoring drives, eight plays, 75 yards, a 14-play, 85-yard drive, and then a three-play, 17-yard drive after we got the fumble forced by Benson Mayoa. But, no, I mean, it was kind of good things happened offensively. Happy we checked off some records there for sure. On the defensive side of the ball, it started great, man. They, they forced yeah. four straight punts, exactly what we expected them to do against C.J. Bethard in that 49ers offense is, is banged up as they were. Then it kind of got a little dicey after that. The 49ers scored on their next four drives, three straight field goals, and then a touchdown. But like they've done all season, when they needed it the most and they needed to get a stop, they got it done. They forced – they got a stop. Seahawks came back down and scored again. Then at the end of the game, after they forced a punt, they forced a fumble with a strip sack by Benson Mayoa. 49ers get a garbage touchdown late in the game. The game was already over at that point, so – this defense has been playing well for a month. We've been talking about this since week 11, how much they've changed, how they've been playing. So it was good to see them continue to do that. And honestly, man, I just love that the confidence is still there. It doesn't matter how either side of the ball is playing. When yeah. we need to make a play, Russell Wilson comes through in the fourth quarter. doesn't matter what the defense looks like throughout the day, but if it's late in the game and you get a stop and they create a turnover, they're going to come up with it and do it. And also, Bump. Big yeah. ups to Russell Wilson for taking yes. care of his boy. Demo swag gets you that hundred thousand.
2: Get you that hundred K, Demo. You deserve it, baby. Six touchdowns, four hundred plus yards. This guy is a is a big part of this team. That just shows how close this team is, right? If they didn't like Demo if they weren't riding <laughs> for each other. Like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm gonna take this knee. But now nah, they made sure his boy got his money. Hundred K. Send that to Mama, Demo. Send that to moms. All right, let's talk about these playmakers.
1: Playmakers.
2: What time it is?
0: Holy captain.
2: All right, first playmaker. We got Tyler Lockett, twelve receptions, ninety yards, and two touchdowns. Tyler Lockett broke Bobby Ingle's record for receptions in the season. Bobby's record was ninety-four. He finished the day with hundred on the season. He's the only Seahawks player to ever have 100 receptions, 100 receptions. In college, I had 200 receptions in four (laughs) years. This dude got 116 games. It's impressive. It was nice to see. It couldn't happen to a better guy. Tyler Lockett is one of the nicest guys I've ever met in my life. Pete Crow said before the game, Lockett's like, hey, don't worry about my records. You know, it's all good. I would have been like, hey, Pete, I need seven of those things, man. I need to get this record. I, I just like Tyler Lockett as a person and as a player.
1: And the great thing about it, too, is like, to get 100 receptions when you play with D.K. Metcalf on the yeah. same offense, that's really impressive just to get that many targets, that many receptions. We've talked about Tyler his whole career. Typically, in most games, if he has 12 receptions, he was probably targeted 12 times or 13. And if it was 13, it was because Russell had to throw one away, not because he <laughs> dropped it, not because a deep defensive back made a good play. I mean, Tyler Lock is just so efficient. Tied a career-high touchdowns with 10 on the season. And now it's back to back 1,000 yard seasons for Lockheed, becoming the sixth player in franchise history to do so. And when you think about it, because you see all these gaudy numbers throughout the league, you know, whether it's Stephon Diggs, whether it's Julio Jones, whether it's Hopkins. So you see, so I think fans are a lot less, they're desensitized almost to what 1,000 yards is. And just the way this team has been over the last decade, you run the football so much. So this is not insignificant to have back to back 1,000 yard seasons within this offense. It's only been done one other time with a. Ryan blades and Joey Galloway. So it's definitely something that shouldn't be lost on with back to back thousand yard seasons And the, in the teammates, man, DK Metcalf also got some records on Sunday. DK,
2: he only had three catches for 21 yards, but he became the first Seahawk receiver to ever reach 1300 yards. And he passes Steve Largent's record when it comes to yards in a season, this young man is just on the rise. Mm-hmm. And you, I I'll always go back to you because you called it early. I was kind of like on the fence, like, all right, he could be a really good receiver. But no, this guy's a rising star. He reaches the Pro Bowl. He's breaking franchise records. Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, one of the top duos in the NFL. Hopefully, these guys play together for a very long time. Russell Wilson, tell me about Russell, man. People people aren't impressed by Russell, but I like the way he played yesterday.
1: Yeah, so, of course, you look at the box score, 20-36, 181 yards, two touchdowns. Not something to write home to mom about. But here's when it counts. We call that winning time, okay? He was 8 yep. for 11 in the fourth quarter. He had scrambles of 11 yards and 16 yards. Both touchdown passes came in the fourth quarter. When it's time to win ball games, Russell Wilson is your guy. I don't care what has happened in the game. He could be 0 for 40. They could be down 25 points going into the fourth quarter, and he's going to be confident that they're going to win. He never wavers. And what I like about Russ, too, is we're getting in that part of the season, especially now we're getting in the playoffs. Take care of the football. That's yep. number 1 priority. Pete always talks about it. It's all about the ball. Russell was not going to turn the ball over on Sunday. I think calculated a lot of calculated
2: risk. Exactly. That's what think, Russell did.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of those passes people, you know, you guys talked to Pete Carroll this morning, and he said a lot of those were just throwaways, man. You know, the mm-hmm. the 49ers had a good defense and they they you know, they were in good position a lot of time and Russell had to throw it away, but he did what he needed to do. Took care of the football. And he played well down the stretch. That's what we need. You mentioned earlier, Ty Dan Marito for second place with 266 touchdown passes in the quarterback's first nine seasons. Also, two touchdowns on the day. Russell Wilson joined Kurt Warner, Tom Brady, and Drew Brees as the only non-first-round quarterbacks to throw 40 passing touchdowns in a single season in NFL history.
2: All Russell does is stay within his budget. He go to Safeway. He got $100. He's going to spend 95 He, he ain't going to do nothing crazy. Russell Wilson is responsible. And also, you mentioned about him in the fourth quarter. 35 times he's led a team on game-winning drives. 35 times. I mean, this man is just clutch. And it might look different. It might look spectacular where he's throwing the deep ball. Or it might be just a slow grind to where you have to be patient. He can win games in different ways. We're lucky to have Russell Wilson as our quarterback. Next playmakers. Chris Carson. And Alex Collins. Carson had 11 carries for 44, two receptions for 39 yards, 83 total yards. And that's kind of where he's been hovering around. Right. Mm-hmm. He hasn't had a breakout game, but he's going to hold the defense responsible. He's going to get the tough yardage and he's going to contribute when it comes to the pass game. Then Alex Collins, man, I mean, it, last time he played was what, against the Rams? I think the last time he yeah suited back up. in week eight, I want to say week eight or nine he gets in the game here and he was a big part of that fourth quarter man he had a couple a couple of carries that that sealed the deal he had five carries for 29 yards and one touchdown and you can't forget he hit the river dance on him you know it's
1: called the river dance am i saying that right yeah it was a little river dance he uh Back when he was in Arkansas, he made that famous. I remember he, there was a story back in the day of him dancing with some girl, learning how to do a little river dancing. He hit that little jig at the end, got, got to pay her. It was great to see Alex Collins, especially he jumped up because of Carlos Hyde was inactive, not because of COVID, but because of another illness. So it's great to see him get in the end zone and, and contribute on this offense.
2: Let's talk about this D-line, man. Vince Mayo, Rasheem Green, two names that you weren't really expected to count on this year. And these guys are coming through, especially after Green suffered an injury during um, camp, I believe, at a scrimmage. We kind of shut the thing down, a neck injury. He bounces back. Yeah, three tackles, one sack, one tackle for loss, two quarterback hits, and a forced fumble. And then Mayo, three tackles, two sacks, one tackle for loss, one forced fumble, one QB hit. These guys are active, especially late. And I think we talked about it before. It's because they're fresh. They're not asked to play 60, 70 plays, man. They're playing about 30 or 40 plays. Nice rotation. When you see these names on the stat sheet, you know this defense is playing well. You
1: know, and it's great because everyone on that defensive line is contributing, right? So Carlos Dunlap, kind of, when we made that trade, he kind of ignited this defense a little bit, at least on the defensive line, getting pressure. You know, more people... Doing resources, make sure he's blocked. So everyone else kind of started stepping up, right? Because if more people are winning their individual battles, you're gonna have good production. So the fact that Mayo is contributing, the fact that Rasheem Green's contributing, Puna Ford, Brian Monet, Dunlap, Jay Reed, hopefully he's okay with that abdominal injury. But if he isn't, it's good to see the depth that we have on the defensive line. It's good to see these guys balling out, the big guys up front. Couldn't do it without you. Appreciate everything you're doing. Now, Bum, let's talk about these receivers, huh? We already talked a little bit about the, the record breakers, but it, it was a good, good overall day for that receiving core.
2: Yeah, it was good, man. Disley, Uncle Will had one catch, but his catch was saucy. He e- made a dude miss. Okay, Uncle Will, let me let me say something. <laughs> Jacob Hollister had a catch. Demo had a $100,000 catch. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> 100K off of one catch, that's a good night for you. Then, obviously, Lockett with 12. 90 yards, DK with three for 21. It was just solid. Nothing spectacular. I mean, Tyre Lockett led the way. It was his turn. Again, I can't stress enough. They needed to get 16 going before they got into the playoffs. Uh, Freddie Swain had a target, didn't come up with it. I love just seeing 18 out there anyway. Freddie Swain just brings a lot to this ball club. He's a good ball player. Again, nothing spectacular, man. Yeah. He's got a W. Just 12 and 4. You know, yeah. all you guys out there, oh, the offense needs to do this, defense needs to do that. 12 and 4, home playoff game. Let's get
1: it. We are so spoiled. You know how many people are? This is locker clean-out day. Okay, that's yeah. the worst day in the NFL. There are so many people that are thinking about what their offseason is going to look like. What's the wife doing? Are we going to Cabo? Are we going to Hawaii? No, the Seahawks are getting ready for a playoff football game at home, which I love. And one other thing about Demos' $100,000 catch is – First of all, I love the presence of mind from Russ in knowing that they could have taken a an knee and get take care of his boy. But I also love the play call, man, because you're up three. Yes, yeah. the game at that point didn't mean anything. Even the Seahawks would have lost. You don't want to end on a note like that. But it's a play call bump. You used to run this at uh, Monroe High School. Instead of handing the ball off, it's a little touch pass. So if, it's, if he drops it, it's incomplete. So it's just a heads-up play, heads-up call, safe. Got the man his payday.
2: Savvy. That's a savvy play right there. All right, let's break down... Tyler Lockett's game-sealing touchdown. With about two and a half minutes, let's see, are they going to try to get him to jump off sides? Nope, they're going
0: to snap the ball. Blitz is coming. Russ has time. Throws it. Man out there. Lockett makes a catch. Touchdown, Seahawks! Why not go back to the guy that's got you this far all day today? Tyler Lockett running for his life. Across the back of the end zone. Makes the catch. Russ has just enough time to feather that touch pass. It's a completion for a touchdown.
2: The Seahawks on top, 18-16. Fourth down. I mean, this was the game right here. Clutch. Now, they are on the four-yard line. They get a man look, and Chris Carson does a great job of picking up this blitz right here. Like, doesn't dominate the blitz, doesn't just get him out the play, but does enough to allow Russell to buy time for this mesh concept to work. Tyler Lockett starts on the right side of the formation. DK's on the left. You got Demo on the left as well. DK and Lockett are going to mesh around the goal line, and then you have, just in case, Demo working the back of the end zone um, in case Russell has to toss one up. But this is just Lockett, I'm faster than you. I'm quicker than you, and I work the back of this end zone like nobody's business. I love the concept. When they when I saw a man in this situation, I'm like, it's over. Especially if they run this mesh concept. Mm-hmm. I thought the Niners were gonna stay in the zone and kind of make Russell have to fire one in there, but that's not what happened. Tyler Lockett comes up clutch, seals again.
1: Yeah, they decided to bring pressure with Fred Warner, and you made a good point. Chris Carson, the nice little blitz pickup. And as a running back, you don't need to kill the guy. You just need to get in his way and make sure he doesn't sack your quarterback. And you talk about that mesh concept. When they cross, DK Metcalf attracts so much attention. The safety goes with him. The corner on that side goes with him. The linebacker's underneath. Demo occupies the other corner. And then Tyler, man, we've talked about this from from camp, man. We love running corners in the end zone with Tyler Lockett, and it's worked every single year. Teams just can't stop it. And like you mentioned, I – it's really hard to go man in this situation because right there, the corner's outside leverage on Tyler Lockett. He doesn't want to get beat to the back of the end zone. He doesn't want to get beat outside, mm-hmm. which means he is already at a disadvantage. Tyler just nice little stutter step, runs across, and no corner's going to win that battle. If you're outside leverage and Tyler Lockett is running a corner across the field, there's, you have no chance. And Russell Wilson, as Fred Warner's getting closer, just a nice, perfect touch pass, throws it to only where Tyler Lockett can catch and, of course, finish a little toe-tap swag. We've seen those two do it thousands of times, make it looks easy.
2: Tyler Lockett is my spirit animal. I wore <laughs> number 16. He wears number 16. I was I'm 5'11, small dude. He's a small dude. He's getting it done. Love seeing Lockett do what he do. Time for the best formation known to football. Here comes the Seahawk offense onto the field and the Vikings
0: defense trudging out there, knowing that one kneel down. And the Seahawks are going to wind the clock down and win this one.
1: It's the victory formation on Hawk Talk. Victory formation it is. The Seahawks have been in this formation 12 times this year. As you mentioned, only fifth time in franchise history where the Seahawks have won 12 games. The last three times the Seahawks have won 12 games. They went to the big game, the Super Bowl. And here's the thing, man. It's the NFL. Do not apologize for wins. There's no style points. At the end of the day, your resume is what your win-loss record is. Nothing else matters. At the end of the day, the Seahawks got the W, finished the season strong, 12-4. and I think we won 6-7 of seven down the stretch, and now we got a full head of seam headed into the playoffs
2: love it 12 and four can't complain with that and a hey, big ups to the offensive game plan making sure that Locky got his making sure dk got his and russell just continues to pad his stats and become one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time i love that they forced lock at the, the football get him his seven receptions early and not only did it help him individually it helped the team It opened up yep. the game he was clutched towards the end of the end of the game as well like we mentioned 12 catches 90 yards i like the game plan a patient game plan
1: yeah patience there's going to be times where they can open it up, but they were patient last night and it worked. Yeah, no, it's great to see that with Locke. And uh, like you mentioned, we're going to need him down the stretch. We're going to need him in this playoff run, so he needs to be going just like DK Metcalf. And on the other side of the ball, like they have all season, man, this defense, they got important stops and clutch stops when the game was on the line. They got forced to punt when they needed to, force a fumble when they needed to, and this defense, that's all they've done. They've played amazing football the last month and a half, eight weeks. And when games were on the line like they've done all season, they come up big.
2: Time for the postseason. This is what you work for. You set yourself up. You're 12 and four. You got a home game. Rams are coming into town, beat them three times. Now, Pete said, I, I don't I don't fall for that. Oh, it's hard to beat a team three times in a, in a season. Nah, it ain't. Get it done. Aaron Donald gave bullets and board material. I know they don't listen to this podcast, so I'm going to talk noise for them, too. <laughs> Let's go, Aaron Donald. Let's get this thing done. It's time for the postseason.
1: Yeah, no question about it, Aaron Donald. You wanted the Seahawks, us? we were going to get the Seahawks, man? And Aaron Donald the Rams defensive line has had a lot of success against the Seahawks over time. But the Seahawks got them figured out, man. I think, again, we'll talk about this a lot on the preview podcast. If the Seahawks don't turn the ball over. They're going to win this football game. The Rams got a whole lot of other question marks on their offense, so you might want to worry about that side of the ball first. It's that time of the year. Survive in advance. Reminder, guys, find complete coverage of the Seahawks on 710 ESPN Seattle, the 710 ESPN Seattle app, or at 710sports.com. 710 ESPN Seattle is the voice of Seattle sports. Bump. Survive in advance, man. That's the name of the game. 1-0 every week.
2: 1-0 every week. The Hawks finish the season strong, beating the 49ers. 26-23. Got some records along the way. I'm feeling it. I hope y'all are feeling it. It's time to go. I'm Michael Bumpus. He's Nash This is Hawk Talk Recap. We will talk to you guys soon.